Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome everyone to episode number 42 from Delving into Islam podcast. This is your host, Wa'il. Um, and thank you so much for listening and thank you for all your feedback and uh, all your questions. And uh, if you have any questions, please email me at delvingintoislam at gmail.com. Again, delvingintoislam at gmail.com. And I will get back to you as soon as possible, inshallah. Uh, with that being said, let's get right into today's topic. Today's topic is 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 uh, is a topic that I actually started, I glossed over before, uh, in 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 very early episodes when I was talking about uh, Islam and women and and does Islam oppress women? And of course, we know the answer to that by now. But um, I went over the topic of of, of the headscarf of the hijab and um, one of the uh, uh, mashallah our new listeners by by the name of Jordana and uh, she's been studying Islam and she's been wanting to learn more about Islam and uh, she happened to you know uh, come across the podcast and uh, she heard she heard this episode and she was listening to it. And um, she had a few questions. She sent me an email. And again, Jordana, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, uh, and I appreciate your uh, your uh, thorough uh, explanation of, you know, your confusion. So Jordana had a few questions. And then she had, she was confused about um, certain things that I explained when I talked about hijab. Uh, uh, just to emphasize, Jordana is 100% with the hijab. She agrees with it 100%. But she was confused about something that, I'm, uh, I'm about to explain and rightfully so uh, maybe because I was again it was not my main topic back then I kind of you know left some uh, um, some detail that I didn't explain pretty well but inshallah today we will focus on the hijab uh, uh, for actually Muslims and non-Muslims alike because there are certain things that need to be you know clarified regarding the the, the whole concept of, of hijab. Uh, uh, Jordana's email is, 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 is lengthy and, and it's filled with, you know, uh, a lot of like, you know, um, explanations and, 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 uh, and she's telling, you know, uh, was telling us about like her, you know, and, and inshallah journey into like, you know, finding Islam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you with, uh, you know, uh, put you on the right path uh, and uh, guide you to, you know, the correct uh, knowledge. And uh, basically she was, um, so let me read some of, uh, of of Jordana's email. So basically she was uh, number one, uh, she was wondering if, uh, how mandatory is it? The, the hijab how mandatory how important is it like the the, the level of importance in, of hijab and uh, she's asking that if it's if it's basically she's saying if if it's mandatory to wear the headscarf uh but then is it is it one of the things that re- that is required to make you a muslim so basically if you don't wear hijab are you a muslim or you're not a muslim that's the first question the second question is what is the hijab exactly is it just a headscarf but then a woman could wear whatever she wants in terms of like, you know, maybe a little bit of uh, less modest clothing, like tight clothes or whatever, or it's, it, it has to be the whole thing. And the third, and that was the, the third part, of, I think that was the confusion when I mentioned that wearing the hijab uh creates a better society in terms of like uh you know sexual harassments and 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 uh you know all these um what's the word um uh, the, the 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 sexual misconduct the stuff like me too movement in hollywood and all these things so jordana's confusion was like why does it have to be 
like she thought that it was just for modesty like wearing hijab is just you know for modesty and for women to be modest so why does it have to have to anything to do with this like was it the woman's responsibility to cover herself and the men can you know keep on looking especially when the prophet sallallahu commanded the muslim men to lower their gaze to not look at women who are not you know rightful for them like their their wives or or you know their 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 siblings or whatever so why if men can't do that why women have to cover like why it has to be the woman's responsibility that a man would sin by trying to approach her in a certain way or look at her in a certain way and so that was basically jordana's main confusion and again jordana jordana agrees 100 percent she said uh she completely agrees with uh, the hijab, the concept of the hijab, but she was just confused about that reasoning, and uh, um, so that's basically in a nutshell, Jordana's uh, the email. Again, thank you, thank you so much, and I truly appreciate um, your participation and your 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 question. And it's a great question, actually. It's a very important question, and I'll tell you why it's very important. It's very important because we have Muslim women and girls who are not totally convinced with the hijab. The, like we have Muslims who are not convinced with the hijab in the first place, right? Um, we have that and we have some and unfortunately it's been um, uh, it's been um, it's been a thing or it's been a, like a certain phenomena that like certain women they uh, or gir- again girls or women Muslim female uh, females uh, they claim that hijab is not mandatory and they haven't you know they try to put an argument for that and try to bring verses from the quran and i'll 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 explain that in a little bit but basically it's 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 a very important topic and uh jordana just like honestly brought to my attention how important it is to actually address it and you know to shed some light on it and you know um trying to deal with all the misconceptions and all the confusion when it comes to you know uh this topic so let me start by uh number one is is hijab mandatory for muslim women absolutely hijab is 100 percent mandatory it's obligatory on every adult muslim woman okay that's number one Allah, and in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in the chapter of Nur, Allah says, Basically, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving commands to the Muslim women now. Right? Allah is saying that, you know, Allah is saying that they should lower their gaze as well. So the men should lower their gaze, women should lower their gaze. Uh, they protect their, you know, private parts, and, and you know, sex, you know, in, in terms of like sexually, same as men, and, and they don't show, uh, they don't, they don't, they, they don't put like makeup on in, in a way that you know will attract people, you know, like put all the you know red lipstick and all these uh, face you know powders and and stuff like that. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, do not show. Um, uh, your uh, makeup stuff don't make it put it in public unless it's for you know your spouse or you know in, in your own house you don't get out with it um, and by the way some people say well what about men well men don't wear makeup by you know by uh, by default so that it also falls into men right now 
So Allah basically is telling the women again, and the word "wala means they should wear the full concept of hijab, full cover hair, and cover their bodies. Now we know that in Islam, covering the face and the hands is not mandatory. You can keep your hands and your face, but the rest of the body needs to be covered. Now. <clears throat> The people who make the argument, they say that when Allah mentions the word hijab in the Quran, He doesn't mean by it uh, the headscarf, which is very true. It is very true. That's why I brought up this verse in chapter of Nur, uh, verse number 31st, uh, that says, uh, yeah, uh, it says khumruhinna. Khumruhinna in Arabic meaning, it means the concept of the hijab. That they have to cover their hair and their body Yeah, the word hijab when it's mentioned in the Quran It actually does not mean hijab But Allah mentioned in this chapter Specifically the word khimar Khimar in Arabic means It's not the burqa Not what people think Again, this is all a misconception In terms of culturally uh, spoken words But it's khimar in Arabic means hijab Covering the hair and the body um, uh, so that makes it 100% obligatory Allah, when Allah says Let them do this They have to do this Same for men They have to do this And they have to do that It makes it mandatory upon men To do whatever Allah commanded them with And in this case With this verse uh, it, it makes it obligatory Or mandatory upon women To wear the headscarf uh, and the Prophet ﷺ actually in multiple hadith Actually explains What is the word khumar means And again It's like exactly what I told you it means the concept that we know of hijab. Now, let's answer the first question. So now for, for, for the women who claim, the Muslim women who claim it was never mentioned in the Quran, actually it is, and it's very explicit. Now, let's talk about uh, the first question that Jordana asked, which is, um, okay, is it, how, what, how important it is? Well, obviously it's very important because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it an obligatory. Anything that Allah commands us directly in the Quran, like pray, fast Ramadan, pray five times a day, fast Ramadan, you know, uh, do the, pay the zakah, uh, do hajj if you can, uh, uh, lower your gaze, uh, uh, do not uh, engage in any premarital sex. Uh, uh, don't drink alcohol, stay away from alcohol, uh, stay away from gambling, uh, don't eat pork, all these commands and a lot more, of course. Once the command, this is, means it's an explicit command that Allah, for it's basically for Allah to forbid something upon us or forbid us from doing certain things. That makes it whenever, if you do what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ha told you not to do, it's a major sin. Now we know in Islam, and I had, a, a, I think, previous a couple episodes before, I mentioned the difference between you know major and minor sins. Major sins are basically are way worse, uh, but it does not take you out of the fold of Islam. You're still a Muslim if you don't wear the hijab. But the, every minute or every second you're not wearing the hijab, you're committing sins. That's as, as simple as that. It does not take you out of the fold of Islam. You are still a Muslim. When you commit major sins If a Muslim drinks alcohol They're still Muslim Now, we talked about this We had actually a three-part uh, uh, three-part topic We talked about uh, what takes a Muslim out of Islam Which was, I think, a couple episodes Just a lot of, like two or three episodes ago 
basically what takes a Muslim out of the fold of Islam when you do those things, those sins, knowingly that you're defying Allah's command because you don't want to follow or you, because you think it's not the right command for you or because you're denying the command. You say, no, Allah never said that. Yeah, that takes you out of the fold of Islam. Acknowledging your mistake, acknowledging your sin does not take you out of the fold of Islam. You still get the sin when you, if you keep on doing it unless you repent, of course. And again, repenting is the easiest thing in Islam as long as you're sincere. You know, uh, like, man atta'ib min adhamb Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Prophet says, those who repent from their sins as if they never sinned. Just think about that for a second. Subhanallah. You don't have to go to a priest. You don't have to, to, to visit anyone. It's just between you and Allah at home or while you're praying. It's just between you and Allah. Keep your sins to yourself and to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to repent from them. Now, back to the topic. So if if a Muslim commits a major sin, well, not wearing the hijab is, is one of it, as long as you don't say, no, I'm not required to wear the hijab, if you admit, okay, Allah, I'm, I'm, I have a shortcoming, I'm not ready for the hijab yet, or, you know, whatever your reasons are, you just, it's basically, uh, it shows the weakness of, of, of your faith, right? And we all have weakness, weaknesses of, of faith at a certain point, of course. Uh, but that doesn't mean uh, it, that you get out of the fold of Islam. You're still a Muslim. You're just committing constant sins. Right? Until, I mean, for the hijab part, because you keep on not wearing it. But like if you do one thing, like for example, you know, people who uh, uh, gamble one time or drink one time, as long as they don't repeat it, you t still took the the major sin of it, it's still written in your book, but it's written as a one major sin. If you repent, it gets wiped away, inshallah, uh, uh, sincerely repent. Or uh, if you keep on doing it, then you're going to keep piling up major sins. It's as simple as that. So again, let me summarize this. Wearing the hijab is a mandatory, obligatory act. It's very highly important in Islam. But not doing it does not take you out of the fold of Islam. There are a lot of Muslims, Muslim women who are not wearing the hijab. It that doesn't make them non-Muslim as long as they know they're committing a sin and, you know, they're trying to change from, you know, um, like from their heart, like sincerely they're trying to, you know, do good. Or if they're oblivious, again, as long as they didn't say it's not mandatory, they did not defy the commands of Allah, they're still Muslim. Some Muslims are oblivious. They don't know that what they're doing is wrong, but they're not denying it either. Still you are a Muslim, you're just committing a major sin. Now, that's for the first question. The second question is, what is hijab exactly? Is it just a headscarf or uh, is it a full like concept of like wearing um, wide clothes or modest clothing? Or So it's the hijab as a word or what's meant by the hijab in, in Islam or the khimar here is covering your hair and your body. That's what is the actual concept of hijab in our religion means. You should wear modest clothing. Like I see a, a lot of people wearing hijab and half of their hair showing or, you know, people wearing the hijab and wearing very tight clothes. They're still wearing hijab, but it's a very incomplete hijab. It's incomplete hijab. That means they're still getting certain sins for the stuff they're showing, but they're also getting some rewards for trying at least to wear the hijab. Now, the ideal, uh, 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 the ideal situation is if you wear the hijab, cover fully cover your hair, 
cover your body and not show your actual figure. You know, not showing any of your body parts or not wearing something tight that shows your figure. Like, you know, just be modest. Like the clothing are very, very modest. And that's um, that's the concept of hijab. That is the concept of, of, of hijab is to fully cover yourself, except your hair and your hands, of course, if you, if you don't want to, it's fine. Um, but be modest totally. But again, those who, you know, show half of their hair, and I know a lot of people, they just do that. I don't know. Some people are saying, why do you even wear the hijab? No, it's, it's a hijab. It's just half. It's, you're basically doing half of the job. You're getting half of the rewards, but you're also receiving half of the sins or whatever. It depends on what you're showing. So it's still a very tricky situation. Uh, and again, just if you're, if you, and, and, and my advice to people who really, you know, get to that part of laziness, if you're, if you're wearing the hijab, if you're trying, just go fall in, get the full reward and don't get the sins for it. It's the smartest thing. See, a Muslim is always a smart individual when it comes to sins and rewards. A Muslim is always an investor. Wallahi, it's and, and I know it sounds a little weird, but let me let me elaborate. The 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 beauty of being a Muslim is that you don't work for this life. You work for the hereafter when it comes to your deeds. You build an investment in the hereafter that will save you from hellfire and it will inshallah put you in Jannah. One of the main reasons I'm making this podcast in the first place is what? Alhamdulillah, like I'm not, there's no like financial beneficial from it at all, you know, and I'm not doing it, you know, for fame or anything like that. I truly don't care about that, that part. What I care about is piling up good deeds. Inshallah, hopefully people will, you know, uh, uh, make use of my podcast, learn from them. And that's how I get my rewards from Allah. But do I see the manifestation of these rewards in this life? Absolutely not. I don't. But inshallah, inshallah, I will see it in the hereafter, on the day of judgment, when I'm going to need it the most. That's why a Muslim should always look ahead. Look at the big picture. Don't look, you know, right under your feet. Don't have a short, don't be short-sighted. You know, always build an investment in the hereafter. That's the smartest thing. When you pay your zakah, your charity, you're not getting any money back for that charity, right? Why do you pay it as a Muslim? Because Allah keeps it for you for the day of judgment so he can properly reward you for it. Now, that doesn't mean that people won't get rewarded here and there in this life. That's absolutely great. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward you in this life. Will open doors to you that were closed or whatever if you're a good Muslim. But that does not take away from the rewards of the hereafter. So, hear me out. The rewards of the hereafter will never be touched as long as you're sincere about your, your deeds. But once in a while, Allah will show you uh, and, and will manifest those rewards in this life. So back to the hijab point. If you're wearing the hijab, if you're you know uh, putting some piece of cloth or a headscarf on your hair, right? Just go full in. Get the full. Why do you have to like compromise the reward with like a half of the reward and then another half of a major sin? Why would you even do that? It's not smart. Build, you know, build to your hereafter. Just be smart. Invest there. If you're gonna wear the hijab. Fully cover your hair and wear modest clothing. Don't show. Don't wear anything that shows your figure. Just go take the inshallah. Try to take the full reward and stay away from the major sins. 
It's the smartest, trust me, the sm- and I emphasize the smartest thing to do. Allah wants us to be smart when it comes to our deeds. Just, you know, enjoy this life. How long are you going to live for? 60, 70 years? So what? What happens then? What happens when the 60 years are done or are up? You're dead. And if you're not smart, you're not going to gain any benefits. Unfortunately, you might gain punishment. You might gain sins, and that's not good for you. You're here temporarily, 70 years, 80 years, you know. Work in those 80 years. Yeah, I know most of us in their teenager life or whatever, they don't. It's not an excuse, but, you know, alhamdulillah, some of us, they become religious later in their lives or even midlife, you know, like my situation, you know. Uh, like alhamdulillah, I, was, I think I was late twenties when I I I, I became um, uh, like alhamdulillah closer to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Allah blessed me with with you know more knowledge. But my point is, be smart, my dear sister. Be smart. Wear the if you wanna wear the hijab, if you're ready to wear the hijab anyway, which you should. But again, if you don't, then you're still a Muslim. If you wear the hijab, just fully wear it then. Wear the concept of, you know, fully wear the concept of hijab. Because hijab is a concept. It's a whole package. It's not just a headscarf, right? And your actions too. Meaning what? If you're wearing a hijab and you're wearing modest clothing, but then you act like you're not Muslim or you act like you're not, you know, hijabi. Like, you know, you go to a nightclub, for example. Have fun with your friends. (laughs) Still, you're gaining a lot of sins. And it could be even worse because now you're showing people that Muslims are like wild and they could go to this, the, you know, certain places that are, you know, forbidden or haram for them to go to. Be mindful. Like when, uh, when us men, when you grow your beard, your beard gives you this like, okay, religious aspect. Be mindful because people now are watching you as a Muslim. This is your identity. Hijab is an Islamic identity for women, just as the beard and you know the mark of like on on the forehead from praying is the the identity for men as well for muslim men be proud of who you are and don't be afraid to show it now that's the second question let's move on to the third uh topic or the third uh, uh the third issue or kind of question it is a question actually <laughs> so yeah let's move on to the third one which is when i said and 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 again the hijab let me let's talk about this because this is what we're going to spend uh, most of the time wearing the hijab. Some people they're like, okay, we're convinced on everything, but like, why wear the hijab? Why do I have to wear the hijab? Right? All right. Now let me tell you why should you wear the hijab first? Okay. Number one, the number one reason why we should wear the hijab is because it's a direct command from Allah. That's it. Allah comes first. We have to fulfill Allah's commands. As a Muslim, when Allah tells me to do something, I have to do it. So the main reason for you to wear the hijab should be pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and fulfilling his commands. That is the number one reason. Okay? Fulfilling Allah's commands. Allah tells you to do something. Like when, you know, when, when, when for example, uh, at work, they were like, oh, let's go for like a happy hour or, you know, go to a bar or something. And when I say no, I don't say no because I don't like the taste of liquor. I don't, you know, it's I do it because I'm afraid because Allah told me not to, so I'm not going to. I don't want to, you know, Allah to be angry with me. So it's the same thing when it comes to the hijab. You're wearing the hijab 
because you want to please your Lord, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told you to do so. So you have to do it. Now, number two is what we talked about before when we said modesty. A Muslim woman should be modest. Like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala actually mentioned in the verse, don't put a lot of makeup, don't put makeup that you know people could see, uh, lower your gaze, you know, be just modest. Between you and yourself, be always modest, be humble. You know, do not show off your beauty because we know that biologically speaking, women are more attractive than men in, in, in different ways, you know, in the body, like how they were, their body was shaped and how their body was made. You know, there are more for women to cover in, the, in their body than men uh, would. So a woman is by nature created as an attractive, uh, as an attractive type of human being, right? Uh, so do not flash, do not be flashy when it comes to your, you know, beauty or your attractiveness. That's what Allah says in the Quran, you know, meaning do not show your beauty and, you know, do not put this, this kind of makeup to, you know, show more of, you know, what you look like. Be modest, be humble, you know. Allah created you to fulfill certain things like he created men to fulfill certain things. Now, the same thing, by the way, goes for men. Do not show off your uh, attractiveness. Do not like go show your six pack or whatever. You're you're not even allowed to show uh, uh, belly and down. Like your belly button below your belly button. You can't show below your belly button. Basically, so men should always be covered. You know, should be covered. Do not show. And even though yes, you can show your upper body above your belly, but still be aware. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وَلَا تَمْشِي فِي الْأَرْضُ مَرَحَا إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يُحِبُّ كُلَّ مُخْتَالٍ فَخُورٍ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was talking to a man, Luqman's son, uh, uh, a guy. He was telling him, do not walk showing off on earth. Don't show off your, you know, your, your, your attractiveness. Don't show off what you have. Don't show off, period. Keep it to yourself. Be modest and be humble. So that's the second reason. There are plenty of reasons, but now let's talk about why should you be modest. Now, we are in a society, actually, it's many societies all over the world now, and it's been happening for, for years now, who are, they basically judge the woman by how she looks. That's, that's a simple fact. That society judge, or again, I'm not talking about a specific society here. I'm talking about many societies nowadays. They judge the women by how they look, how they present themselves, you know, um, they, uh, in terms of like looks, right? So Allah wants a woman to be very, very reserved, to have her dignity. Allah gave women an honor, Honor them by what? By covering the stuff that, that the petty stuff that would attract certain type of men to them. So when Allah tells you to cover your hair, to cover your body, this is an honor that was given to who? To Mary. Until this day, you see Mary covered up. She's wearing the headscarf. She's wearing modest clothing on all the figures that you see of Mary, right? Even though we don't agree that that's what Mary looked like, exactly, but we agree that that's how Mary dressed. Because we know she was a Muslim. 
She believed in God and his messenger. She was a Muslim and that's what a Muslim should wear. So when Allah honors you with a certain, he tells you, you should wear like, Allah is the one telling you, you should be dressed like this because I'm honoring, I'm elevating your status from such a disgusting society. You should accept that honor by honoring yourself as well and doing what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told you to do. Now it's not just a matter of modesty, it's a matter of honor. The woman's honor that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you is so precious that you should honor yourself as well. You know? To the issue that confused uh, uh, that confuses Jordana, which is, okay, this is all great, and she probably agrees with all of it, most likely. But now she's saying, what about, okay, why do I have to wear a headscarf for men to, you know, treat me, to stop men from tre- treating me in a certain way. Why is it my responsibility? It's actually not your responsibility, but you have to do your part. If a man looks at you in a certain way or tries to approach you in a certain way, they're also committing major sins. Because we were commanded as men to lower our gaze, right? You're not part of this. You're not, you know, you're not being part of this. You're not, it's, he's not committing major sin because of you. You're not taking that major sin from him. He will be punished for it or be held accountable for what he did as long as he doesn't repent or whatever, then he will still be held accountable. But you have to do your part in the society, in the community. You can't say, well, it's his problem. Why should it be mine? Yeah, just do your part. Do what Allah SWT, the basic thing that Allah SWT has told you to do, which is just wear hijab and leave it up to Allah. Now it's on the guys, on the men who don't lower their gaze, who act in an animalistic way, you know, who can't hold themselves. Well, this is between them and Allah. Allah will know how to punish them very well. It's not your responsibility, but your responsibility is do your part. Do what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told you to do. You know, Allah's not saying, oh, if a man tries to do this and that, it's your fault. No, 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 no. But when you do your part of the society, maybe this this person, this individual won't be able to do anything. Again, I'm not saying that you're the reason, but I'm saying that when you do your part, like, for example, I want to give you an example, right? Let's say that me and, and two more friends uh, or, or three more friends, right? So we're a f- total of four. We're working on a project. We're working on a project. And um, for example, uh, my, my each one of us has a task to do in that project. Okay? Each one of us has a task to do in that project. Then I say, um, you know what? Uh, for example, Muhammad, Muhammad, right? Uh, he's part of the project too. Uh, he knows how to code, how to write a code, and I'm gonna do uh, uh, the the hardware stuff, and he's gonna code. And we have two coders to do two people doing software, two people doing hardware, and that's how the project is gonna work. Now, I could say, well, you know what? I don't have to do my part. Because X knows how to do it. And Muhammad is not going to do his, his part because the other guy knows how to code too. So, you know, it's not my responsibility if, if the code is not working. 
Because there's someone else who could do it as well, right? That's the point. You know? If I keep putting the full responsibility on someone else, the project will never get done. I know it was a poor example, but I don't know. I'm just thinking of projects because, you know, I was like thinking about one recently. You know? If, if, if for example, we're all lost... In, in, in the woods or in the desert, whatever. You know? And then I keep, I say, you know what? It's not my response. We all have brains. All four of us have brains, right? Four guys are lost or four whatever. I'm not, why do I have to be the one to plan our, you know, uh, our escape or our, you know, trying to get help? No, they could, they could walk too. If you keep thinking like that, right? If you keep dropping the responsibility on the other half, what if the other half is not perfect? If you can control yourself, and again, we're talking about especially if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told you to do so. So it is obligatory. And also it's obligatory on, um, on, on the other person, you know, to, uh, uh, to the, on the guys, to lower their gaze, to be respectful to women. It's obligatory. You know, both of both genders have a responsibility. But when you say, well, you know, it's fully on them. What if many of them have shortcomings? You can't depend on them to make the society and the community a better place. Because some of them will be good. Some of them will be bad. Exactly like some of you will be good and wear the hijab. Some of you won't be able to for the lack of, for example, sincere faith, at least for now. I'm not saying that, you know. But my point is, you can't keep, uh, do your part of the, it's just that simple. Do your part and that's it. Worry about what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded you to do. And then the other side should worry about what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded them to do. People from both sides will fall short. Yeah. They will have shortcomings. But don't let that define the idea of the hijab. You know what I mean? So yeah, do your part. You have to do your part. Do not accept, expect someone else to do all the work. It has to be both ways. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded both genders to be aware. Women wear the hijab. Men be decent. Be dressed modestly, modestly as well and don't look at women in a certain way. Simple. It's really that simple. You know? It's really that simple. Talking about also uh, um, the hypocritical, and, and, and I know I have to like delve into a little bit deeper into this part, which is when people look at the hijab in a certain way. I'm talking about non-Muslims who can't stand hijab or they think that hijab and especially again I, I don't want to bring it back to france but in france they were like oh well we don't want you to show your muslim identity in public like in the senate or whatever just do it in the street if you want but don't do it in certain workplaces and and whatnot which is again to me it's the most extreme type of religious oppression i've ever seen in my life but then the hypocrisy when it comes to nuns nuns are fully covered look at nuns they don't show they wear modest clothing, they don't wear tight clothing and they don't they don't show their hair and they're looked at as what? A religious figure. 
But when a w- Muslim woman does that, no, you're provoking, you're you're you're, you're making like the uh, certain um, certain. I think Macron's uh, President Macron's wife was saying, "Oh, the kids get scared of like hijabis, but they don't get scared of nuns." I don't get it. It's weird. But that was beside the point. Um, you know, it's very interesting. And for those who wear the hijab and they, again, it's a, wear an incomplete hijab. Hijab is not meant to be a tease, by the way, my sisters. Hijab was never meant to be a tease, like, you know, to just cover the hair and then, you know, show parts of the hair to show you, oh, look, my hair, I have hair, don't worry. I have uh, really soft hair. My hair is beautiful and you can just get a tease of it. Get a sample, like, look, just these couple of hairs dropping off. No. That's not what hijab is all is is about at all. You're actually sinning while you're doing that. You know? You're sinning if you're wearing really tight clothes. Again, you're not taking the major sins as if you're not wearing the hijab, but wear the hijab again, like I said before. Just wear it fully. So yeah. So yes, hijab does help uh, build a better community, but the main reason to wear it is to please Allah above all. And Allah knows best. Don't forget that. Allah knows what will make the society better. That's why Allah made the Quran and made the commands in the Quran and made us to do certain things and made us not uh, do certain things. Because Allah knows how the societies would work. Allah is the best planner, right? So if Allah knows how societies would work and He's telling you what to do, then rest assured, just do your part. Do your part and leave the rest to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Do your part. It's that simple. You know, it's that simple. For example, Allah is commanding Muslims not to drink alcohol. Allah also is commanding Muslims not to sell it. Not even to non-Muslims. So you can't buy it. Major sin. You can't sell it because it's also a major sin. Allah commands both sides of the spectrum and it's up to you to decide if you want to do it or not. You know, Allah as a as a woman Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded you to be dressed in a certain way. Whether you do it or not, you're still a Muslim as long as you again like we said the the conditions, right? And Allah commanded men to lower their gaze to be covered as well, you know. Not to look at women, not to try to approach women in any sexual way. If it's And it's up to them if they want to do it or not. They don't want to do it. Okay, great. Major sins. If they want to do it, good for them. They're helping to build a better society. So that's the whole point. Everyone need to do their role. for And, and it's, 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 it's even a logical thing. Do your best and do what you're supposed to do. And leave the rest to Allah. And Allah will create from what you're doing a better society, a better world. That's it. That's it. So, um, I hope that answered all your questions, Jordan. And again, thank you so much. I really appreciate your questions. And if you have more questions and you want to, I know like you researching Islam uh, could be overwhelming sometimes, but it's definitely a fun experience. And wallahi, subhanAllah, a beautiful experience. Uh, if you have any questions, if you want me to address certain topics, I will definitely gladly do so. 
just please email me with all your questions and inshallah uh, um, uh, inshallah I will be able to get back to you uh, in time uh, I'll see you guys inshallah after a little bit of a break uh, I'll see you in 2021 with a brand new season inshallah and uh, new topics and thank you so much Jazakumullah khairan wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh